Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one, let's go. Hey guys, welcome to another empowering episode of our podcast where we embrace the power and resilience of women in all stages of life. Last week, we talked about the phases of menstruation, what that looked like for phases as a woman. This week, we are going to focus on perimenopausal and postmenopausal journeys. I have members of all ages, 18 to 81, and I feel that it is important to talk to everybody. So again, like I said last week, if you are a man and you are listening to this podcast, And talking about hormones and stages of life bore you. Now's a good time to pick a different episode to listen to. And for women, I hear you, I see you, and I'm here to help you. First, I would like to say none of this is medical advice. And I am no expert. I'm just here to help you understand this life that you're on and this journey. And maybe the season you're in, if it feels hard, overwhelming, new to help you understand how to get through it and the support that you have in JGFG and with me as your personal trainer. I'm just here to give you my advice and the knowledge that I have on these topics. We are going to talk about perimenopause, postmenopause, and positivity. All great things. And I think even as a younger woman, listening to this episode is going to help you prepare for what to expect in the future, maybe how to help your mom or your grandma or friend or an aunt or anybody. And so I think it's going to help everybody. So perimenopause and postmenopause are significant transitions in a woman's life. Just be honest. Most people know that, that it's coming and that, you know, everyone's different. Everybody's journey is different. The season is different. When this time occurs is different for everyone. Textbook is like age 40 to 55. But again, every woman's journey is unique and their body is different and unique and their changes happen at all different times in all different ways for every single woman. So keep that in mind. You may be 37 and experiencing some perimenopausal symptoms and that's okay. So again, like I said, some I have some members who, you know, are 28 and got a hysterectomy and they're feeling like they are going through this as well. So it's it's relatable for anyone. There's no age restriction or requirement. Age is just a number, does not matter to me with anything. So let's dive in on the details. Perimenopause and postmenopause are significant changes in a woman's life. They mark phases when you need to prioritize self-care, understanding of what you're going through, 
and maybe a better commitment to your well-being and health. You're not too late. I know you're wondering, oh, I'm postmenopausal. You're maybe in your late 40s or 50s and you're like, oh, it's too late to start taking care of myself now. No way. Absolutely not. I have a woman who joined in her late 70s. I've had a woman who's joined and she's 80 and she does her one pound dumbbells every day. And you're never too late to become better than yesterday. I'm just here to tell you that. So some specific strategies or helpful ways to kind of gauge and navigate this season that you're in is embracing weight training, strength training, my workouts, JGFG, whatever you want to call it, is going to be crucial during perimenopause, postmenopause. Resistance training is the ticket, not only for perimenopausal, postmenopausal, just if you have a pulse, you should be doing strength training because that is not the best form of exercise in my opinion. Again, my opinion. Cardio is great. It's working your cardiovascular health, but strength training is everything. So you don't have to be intimidated there. You don't have to think you have to pick up the heavy weight or you're going to gain bulky muscle or any of that. I'm here to tell you none of that's true. It's only going to make you better. It's going to improve your overall strength and functional capacity. It's going to help you support healthy bone density and help you avoid that age-related muscle loss. And that is truly a thing. So you hear the DEXA scan whenever you start getting a little bit older in 40s. I don't know exactly when in the medical field they make you start doing it if it's even a requirement anymore. But the DEXA scan is going to like help you tell you if you are like have osteoporosis, what your bone density is. It's accurate. It's going to tell you what your body fat is. All of those things that are really, really important. And a lot of women will start, they'll be like, you know, average scenario I've seen in my business and my group is 53-year-old female overweight. She's 5'3". She goes to the doctor for her annual visit, gets a mammogram, gets her pap, does her DEXA scan. She's comes back. The doctor says you're, you know, likely to get osteoporosis, maybe pre-osteoporosis, whatever their term is on the osteoporosis world, which means like your bones are brittle. And they're like, you just make sure you take your calcium. They're missing a huge factor. Doctors should be prescribing strength training. Like they need to be like, you need to pick up the weights and you need to start lifting heavier and just lifting in general. Even if that's five pound dumbbells, 10 pound dumbbells, body weight, you know, start small and work your way up. If body weight is where you start with, beautiful. If you start with two water bottles, great. I've had women, that's their scenario, okay? They start with their little five pound dumbbells. They get comfortable. They do the jump start workouts. They dive into the dailies. They're here six months. They're here a year. Their doctor told them to come back maybe a year or two years later for another one and see where they're at. They go back. They do another scan. And their doctor's like, your bones are beautiful. There's no, there's no sign of aging on your bones right now. You're not even, you, are you even the same person? This is literally a member. And she's like, I started Jen's Get Fit Group and I, we do, you know, t- 
24 to 30 minute workouts every single day. They're all weightlifting based. It's changed my life. It's changed my body composition. It's changed my bone density. And that's a true story. So if that doesn't make you want to pick up the weights and join, then I don't know what will. But completely change your bone density by picking up the weights and doing a 30-minute workout with me every day. And so another thing in this season is to prioritize your protein. Adequate protein intake is key for supporting muscle growth, recovery, and hormonal balance, okay? Talked about it in so many episodes. You have to get high protein. High protein is key, okay? Including protein, high-quality protein. Like, you have to be eating high-quality meat, chicken, lean beef. Lean meats are ideal. I typically try to say stay away from pork. I know I've got some pork farm wives out there, but trying to stay away from the fattier meat. If you can, if you can't, try to eat it in moderation, but the rest of your meals, like maybe three times a week, but the rest of your meats need to be lean meat, okay? That is a key. Aim for approximately, okay, ideal is 1.2 to 1.6 grams of protein per pound of body weight per day. But if you just want to go one gram of protein per pound of body weight, that's easy. Boom. Done. You're 160 pounds, 160 grams of protein a day. That's what you need to be hitting for sustainability, okay? And if you can prioritize that, if you don't do anything else with macros and you focus on that, I guarantee you will see changes in your body and the way you feel and less cravings. So many variables. But you have to have adequate amount of protein, especially as we age. Then managing hormones, your hormonal fluctuations during perimenopausal and postmenopausal really can change your body and your body composition and honestly your overall well-being. So you have to focus on food that fuels your body properly, aka Macros are going to be your best friend. And the sooner you can get your understanding of macros and tracking your macros and knowing that you are fueling your body properly, the better. The less likely it's going to be where you now are 40 pounds overweight. You're 41, 40 pounds overweight because you thought you had this young metabolism longer than you did. And now you can't lose it because you're in this hormonal transition. It's very hard to lose the body fat than it would have been maybe a year ago or two years ago. Years are critical, especially as we're aging. And so I just want to say there's so many scenarios I could give with real life scenarios with my members over the past five and a half years of JGFG. And I use this knowledge and experience from my members to help benefit you guys and to help maybe, even if there's just one of you that this helps, understand how important nutrition is as we age and how important protein is as we age and lifting weights. If it helps just one of you, then I did my job right. I'm just talking about different topics that I feel cover the basis of what questions I've been asked and 
scenarios I've seen with my members, okay? This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best. The high risers, those that never quit. The strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts. You become top notch. Check out tnclothing.com to become your top notch self. And that leads me to talking about mindful caloric intake. So like I just said, your body's changing. You have to manage your hormonal changes. Your body comp changes. You have to get a grasp on fueling your body properly first. That's priority, okay? And then we have to focus on your caloric intake or macros. I prefer macros over only focusing on carbs or keto or calories, none of those. Macros are going to get you the best results, but as a whole, one gram protein per pound of body fat and make sure that you, if I'm thinking your macros, you've, you are making sure you are accurately following your activity level that you tell me when I figure them. So, so important that you're not telling me you're doing three miles a day in the daily workout and a bonus, and maybe you only do that three times a week. Well, I got to know, even if you are doing that three days a week and, and then you're like, I'm super, super busy with my job, and then all of a sudden you transition your job and you have a desk job, and I have you on macros that you are walking around all day long getting, you know, 20,000 steps in. I have to adjust those to make sure, and it's important for anybody, but especially for those who are in this season of life because your hormones can't just adjust. We, Your hormones changing, and it's priority to make sure we don't have you in a calorie surplus if you need to be in a calorie deficit for fat loss. So think surplus to gain muscle deficit to lose body fat, okay? And I know this whenever I'm figuring your macros as a member one-on-one, but your daily activity in your, if that changes, you have to let me know. Last week, I told you it was this, but you know what? In actuality, it's not. I only got 10,000 steps the last three days. And so we need to adjust so that way we're not putting you into a surplus when your daily activity level is really not what I feel figured it for. Also, that leads me to talking to you about don't solely focus on the scale changes and don't solely focus on your worth tied to your steps per day on your watch and your scale. And you are not a slave to that scale. You are not a slave to that watch because that watch says you only burn 250 calories but you are pouring sweat and you lifted heavy, that doesn't mean you had a bad workout. Or that doesn't mean because you forgot to start your watch halfway through your workout that you had a bad day. If that is so, if that's you, if I just explained you, maybe consider taking off the watch and getting watch freedom. I was the same way about three years ago and I let it control me. And finally it broke and I didn't I didn't get it fixed for like a month. And I felt so free. 
from my watch. And truthfully, I haven't really wore it since. And it's a beautiful thing. Two of my three employees used to be slaves to their watches also. Like, oh my gosh, I don't understand why. I must have not done good enough or I didn't, I didn't, they're chasing endless amount of workouts to hit a goal on their watch. And I'm like, no, no, no. How do you feel? Well, I feel like I crushed it. I lifted heavy, but now you're chasing a number. So that feeling is nothing because you're only chasing a number. Same thing for the scale. Why are you're not even enjoying the journey that you're on because you're so focused on a specific number on the scale? Nobody cares how many calories you burn in a workout. Nobody cares how much you weigh as a whole. I don't. I care about what you're body fat percentage and your skeletal muscle mass is what I care about. That tells me how well we're doing with your macros and your workouts. And that ties into your changes of what cycle you're on. Okay, like I said in my last podcast. And that also ties into if you're perimenopausal or postmenopausal and also so many different variables. Numbers do not gauge your, your worth and how well you did on any of it. What I want you to do is focus on how do I feel? Do I feel energetic? Do I feel better than I ever have? Do I feel food freedom, watch freedom, scale freedom? Do I feel like I'm crushing my workouts? Do I like what I see when I look in the mirror? Do I like my muscles that I'm gaining? Am I talking positively to myself? Am I loving myself so my, my body can let me back? Can you say you've done all those things first? Don't be a slave to something and have let that little thing have so much power over you. So at the end of the day, none of that matters. How you feel, how you present yourself. Do you walk through a door with your chest up, shoulders back, strongest in the room? If not, work on that versus focusing on how many calories you burn during your workout. For me, I don't ever ask you how many calories you burn during your workout. I say, what's your daily activity look like? And then we talk about it there. How do you feel? Did you take progress pictures? And then now we're four weeks in. What do you look like? What do you see changes? How do you feel? Do your pants fit different? Those are the things you need to focus on. As anybody listening, especially those going through the season of perimenopausal, postmenopausal. Stop focusing on those numbers. Focus on what is in front of you, how you feel. Really, really important to prioritize sleep and stress levels. High stress levels for anyone, but especially during this time, can disrupt your hormone balance and hinder your fat loss efforts. So important. So many people don't even realize the importance of this. Again, I have a member. She's crushed her macros. Like honestly, some of the best macro tracking I've seen in a long time with my members. And then she has this great dip in her body fat. She's gaining muscle. It's a beautiful, it's like the perfect scenario. And then all of a sudden, for two months, we can't see a change. We've adjusted her macros. I can't find the right sweet spot for her macros. Nothing's changed physical activity. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Finally, have you been getting at least minimum six hours of sleep at night? Has something changed with your job? Are you stressed? Oh my gosh, yeah. I have completely changed jobs and I'm not sleeping very well. Ding, ding, ding. Mm -hmm. There's a ticket. So 
I said, prioritize your sleep, get your gallon of water a day, and please start journaling. She's in the 12-week challenge right now. So she's like, oh my gosh, this has changed my life because I'm reading. I'm off my phone more. I'm reading more. I'm journaling. I'm doing the daily gratitude sheet. I'm getting a mile walk in with just listening to music that makes me happy. Her stress level's gone down. Guess what's happened? Still has these beautiful macros, crushes her goals, body fat strapping, her muscle mass is growing. You have to consider all the things in any stage of life you're in, especially whenever you hit that late 30s plus, okay? Stress can ruin so many things. Stress can cause so many things. People don't even realize it. So work on, breathe in through your nose, smell your roses, Exhale, blow out your birthday candles. If you're feeling overwhelmed at work, wherever, take a moment. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, meditate, download a meditation app. There's so many options to help. You have to eliminate the stress. It's killing you. Truly, it's it's literally hindering so many things in your life. And who wants to be stressed? I myself have to take moments where I sometimes in the car will listen to nothing but I just roll down all my windows and just let that wind beat the heck out of me while I drive home and don't hear a thought. I don't, I just breathe and enjoy the air. And sometimes that's like my meditation on my way home from work with no one in my car, but me, no music, no noise before I know I'm walking through my door and I'm becoming mom. Try that sometime and see if it helps. It really, really, really helps me. Around this age, it's kind of important to kind of increase your cardio exercise. Um, not saying go run two, three miles. I'm saying walk. That means do your daily workout and go for a walk. And I'm not putting any restrictions on age on that one. If you have a pulse, you should be doing a daily workout of weightlifting 20 minutes minimum to 30 minutes. If not, if you can get an hour of physical intentional activity a day, 30 minute weightlifting, 30 minute walk, that is literally the ideal recipe for muscle gain fat loss. Okay. If you can do more, great. If you're doing an hour of weightlifting and then you're going for a 30 minute walk, beautiful. But try to start incorporating some like quick walking, cycling, we have Zumba dance workouts now for NJGFG bonus workouts. Um, super fun. Just have fun with it. Enjoy it. And like I talked about, the sleep and the stress recovery. So important. You have to listen to your body. You have to recover. If that means you are so incredibly sore, that you're week one and you can barely move, Listen to your body and move your body for sure because movement is medicine and movement will help you with that soreness, but maybe don't grab your heaviest weight and go crazy, especially in that perimenopause and postmenopause age. Listen to your body, allow adequate rest and recovery and get your sleep. It is such a priority. Foam rolling, go get a massage, go to the chiropractor chiropractors are my favorite type of doctor because they balance your nervous system. If you are off, everything is off. If you're not aligned, your limbs aren't draining properly, which leads to congestion, lymph congestion, which leads to so 
many crazy things in the holistic world, which I've been diving deep in and studying and getting certificates on, it is do your research. That's all I'm going to say at this time. I will talk further on it, but do your research of the importance of chiropractic health and find one. I've gone through so many chiropractors that you can go to them. If you're like, no, we're not vibing. If you don't feel good when you leave their office, then it's not your place. Go find someone who doesn't make you feel pressured to schedule 15 visits and tell them at the beginning, I'm not here to book 100 visits. I'm here to just get full alignment and we're going to go from there and set the standard. Remember, you are in charge of you. You are in charge of how people treat you. I have a whole podcast on that one also. So passionate about that topic. You are in charge. And then that leads me to consistency and patience. Remember, anything good, anything worth having takes time, sweet time for muscles to grow. Embrace the mindset of long-term process rather than a quick fix. Long-term longevity over a quick fix. Every day, all day, forever. I will die saying that. You have to put in the work because it's worth it. I promise. Time, consistency, and make sure you have great support. Find a partner, um, an accountability partner, someone in the Sweaty Sisterhood, thousands and thousands of people in the Sweaty Sisterhood who will love to be your accountability partner. You don't need to know them. I have so many people who are like, I have my soul sister who I didn't know two years ago, but I know because of the Sweaty Sisterhood, and we talk every single day. Hundreds and hundreds of testimonials like that. And it doesn't even have to be someone you become best friends with. It's just someone you're tagging to hold yourself accountable and hold them accountable. And that's the beauty of JGFG on that. But listen to your body, allow rest, recovery, give yourself grace and time Know that changes maybe happen a little slower than they used to. You have to prioritize water and protein. You have to make sure that you are not focusing on just the numbers and how do you feel? What do you what do you like now when you look in the mirror? It's hard to see our body's age and not as tight in all the things that they used to be, and that's okay because Growing old is a privilege. My dad always says that. Every birthday is a privilege. Every year that we grow older is a privilege. And he said that for years. And I sit and I think, I'm like, you know what? He's right. It is a privilege to get a year older on this amazing, wild, beautiful earth. Every year that God gives me another year, I say thank you. Every birthday, thank you for another year. It's been amazing. Please give me a hundred more. And so consistency, patience, appreciating your body, what it is. Don't only love it when you get the results that you want. Love it every day on the journey because when you love your body, it loves you back. And celebrate the small non-skill victories. Those are just as important, if not more important than the scale victories. Small, consistent steps lead to lasting changes and transformations. Be patient. Trust the process. Make sure you reach out to me. You are not alone whenever you're a member. You have me to help you every step. And maybe 
change your mind on these set ways that maybe you've established or these maybe these um, ways that kind of made you jaded towards fitness and health and all these things that your mom or you know somebody older than you instilled in your brain, just be open-minded to change. Surround yourself with people who are like-minded and support you. And just, like I said, you just embrace the change. Love your body for what it is right now, every day, growing older is a privilege and just focus on the beauty of it remember you're strong you're powerful you're worthy i love you guys bye i hope you enjoyed this episode of mind to muscle if you'd like to tune into future episodes don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform and if you enjoyed today's episode make sure and leave a review i really appreciate those Don't forget you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.